1: Before we get this podcast started, I wanted to give a shout out to the guys over at Fight Matrix. Fight Matrix runs free projections on each UFC fight, so you can see how they uh, will predict your favorite fighter will do. They also encourage people on their blog to gamble online for fun or profit, so you know they'd be thrilled with DGENs using their tools to make informed wagers. They certainly wouldn't be the kind of guys that claim you should gamble in public and then say exactly the opposite in private. Fight Matrix DGENs
0: absolute sports betting degeneracy
1: hey everybody arch here and it is friday and i'm hanging out with james what's going on james
2: i'm going very well thank you how
1: about yourself arch Hey, i can't complain can't complain at all (laughs) so we're going to talk a little ufc huh
2: yeah um i've had just over a week off so you know we're back on saturday night Uh, new venue so it should be good
1: good 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 so yeah man nothing's happening much here the the lockdown is slowly being lifted so that's good news we're getting more ufc we're they're talking about uh, baseball they're talking about nhl so things might start returning to some semblance of normal normalcy
2: what about you uh, premier league going yeah the premier league's back of oh, june the 17th mm. so as an Englishman <laughs> it's good to have football back as well yeah unfortunately we won't have the pubs and the bars etc to watch the football but it's still nice to have some sort of um
1: sports back in the UK right now now would you call yourself a hooligan is that is that the right terminology?
2: I'm a passionate fan. I wouldn't call myself a hooligan, okay. you know. Go to the away days and start trouble, start throwing pyros and right, stuff right. like that.
1: Do, do you sneak batteries in with you when you go to see a soccer game to throw?
2: People? Um, it depends who we're playing. Okay.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. Just, just wanted to get a picture here. All right. Yeah. Yeah. We're here to talk UFC, so I don't know how you want to approach it. I usually like talking about the main fight. Is that where you want to start?
2: Yeah, I you know, like going from the main card onward um, downwards. So start from the top, work our way down Let's if do that's it. all right with you. That's yeah. fine by me. So obviously the main event Saturday night, Tyron Woodley versus Gilbert Burns. Um, this is Woodley's first fight since his defeat to Woosman and I'm looking at the betting sort of line here and obviously Woodley's a more Woodley's the favourite coming into it to say the least. I'm not sure what it's like with you over there. Yeah, um it's a tough one because obviously since Woodley lost the title to Usman, you know, he's always said that he wanted to to defend the belt until he retired, but obviously now that he's lost it, he's gonna have to go the long way back, so to speak. This is his comeback fight. Um he hasn't fought since woodley so that was about early last year in 2019 mm. so it depends okay. it depends what woodley shows up because he said from the fight afterwards with Usman, he was battling with depression he had so many you know personal issues and obviously like i said this is his comeback fight so it'd be and, and it's against a guy who's very tough he's very well-rounded and he's um a tough matchup for anyone in that welterweight division right now um mm he's on a three fight win streak Gilbert Burns uh, he's such a versatile fighter I think he's got such a a huge uh, jiu-jitsu ground, um, sort of background and um, there's sort of a clash of matchups in his last fight with Damian Meyer both heavily jiu-jitsu artists um, you know both good on the ground so it sort of came to who was better on the feet and um, on the day Burns TKO'd him early on in the first round, so it sort of showed that he had the um, obviously the advantage then on the feet. However, against a guy like Woodley, I don't think he should be using his sort of striking game against a guy like Woodley because he's a dangerous fighter and he's also a great striker himself. Um, I think Burns' best chance is on the ground. However, I don't think he's got the sort of wrestling ability like Usman, so I think Woodley might have some I think Woodley's got the edge in this one. I think he has the ability to deal with um Burns's takedown defense and sort of look to take it um sta take the fight standing um and in that case, I think Woodley has the, the possibility to knock um Gilbert Burns out in this one.
1: Oh, wow. You're calling for a knockout.
2: Yeah, I think Woodley will finish the fight. I mean, saying that, it depends, What, like I said, what Woodley shows up. If we're still seeing like the Woodley in his previous fight, and obviously he hasn't fought since then, if he says he's been training and he's wanting to get back to winning ways and wants to, to regain the belt, then I see him um, comfortably finishing Burns off in this fight.
1: mm. Okay,
2: But like I said, Burns, Burns is a tough matchup for anyone in that division right now. But I think Woodley has the skill set to uh, beat a guy like Burns and sort of neutralize his jiu-jitsu and wrestling uh, ground game
1: gotcha gotcha well kind of opened up like almost a a curve I guess I'll say Woodley opened up minus 160 and then last night when we were checking it it was minus 180 so it just got 20 cents worse for him and now it's kind of broken back the other way overnight apparently people were coming in on burns because he's only minus 172 now so is it would you be willing to throw down 172 to 100 on Woodley (laughs)
2: um (laughs)
1: Yeah, it's a lot. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah.
2: it, is. It, it, it certainly is. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I do see Woodley winning this one uh, comfortably. I don't know, okay. but Burns, Burns could shock a fair few. And I think from what I've seen recently, I don't know what um, what it's like on your side, but people over in the UK are starting to just to put a cheeky 10 or so on uh, Gilbert Burns because, like I said, he does have the ability – um, he's like I said he's a bad matchup for everyone he's, um, he's well rounded in that sort of aspect yeah. in terms of his jiu-jitsu his standing uh, boxing sort of uh, striking matchup isn't the best but if he takes a fight to the floor who knows what he could do Like and um, like I said so many people have started to you know stick a cheeky five or a ten on Burns you know he's not one to rule out but like I said I do see Woodley winning this one yeah. and I think the odds have certainly sat in his favour
1: yeah, no, and I'm looking at Fight Matrix, the guys that run all those projections on UFC fighters. They all have Woodley winning, but maybe by eh, it's a little bit too close to, to fork down that kind of money on him.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's so many ways in which both fighters can win. There's not really, nothing really stands out in that sort of department. You know, you, if you're going to put money on, it's going to be, if, like I said, if you do put money on, Woodley or Burns to win. There's not really an outstanding favorite in the way he's going to do it. Yeah. Or either fighter and okay. how they're going to do it. So gotcha. I think it's just a cheeky pun. Uh, I think they're just going to guess with this one, but <laughs> I think Woodley finishes the fight personally.
1: Yeah. You saw that it's looking like it's going to go under the three and a half rounds. Mm. Uh, it, it, that's when the, the the money lines shift over one and a half rounds, minus two seventy five. over two and a half rounds, minus 135 over three and a half rounds is an even plus 100. So it looks like that's kind of where Vegas is thinking there might be troubles at that three and a half round mark.
2: Hmm. It's sort of, like I said, depends on which Woodley shows up. I yeah. mean, he has the explosiveness and the ability to get, get it done early, but if Burns is going to frustrate him, take it to the floor, then that's when we could sort of mm-hmm. see a five round fight. But I, Personally, I I just don't think it goes the full distance. Does
1: king. Okay. All right. All right. What else are you looking at? Uh,
2: The second fight between, uh, probably going to butcher this one, uh, Blagoy Ivanov versus Augusto Saki. Okay. Um, Essentially, so to speak, uh, Ivanov came into the UFC. You know, he had a good background. He had a good record. um, But now he's sort of seen as a, a gatekeeper for the contender for the heavyweight contenders. Mm-hmm. He had his shot with Junior DeSantos Santos in his debut, lost, and then recently with Derek Lewis, lost. But obviously picked up wins over Titus Ivas and Ben Rothwell. So he sort of he sort of lies in and around the top ten, top fifteen sort of um, area. And if he improves his sort of um, ability, then he could potentially see his um, work up the rankings but personally as of right now he's like a gate, gateway for any other contenders looking to push into the top 10 sort of spot and Augusto Sacchi is on a, a very good streak at the moment he's won his last three fights he's a he's a literally he's a dangerous fighter he's a um, sort of a Finnish artist uh, 11 of his 14 wins have come via a form of knockout. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to be a close one. I see it going the distance because uh, Blagoy is sort of he's sharp on the counter, but I think Saki's got more of the, the power and the ability to land in the and cause some trouble for Blagoje. Um Coming into the UFC, Blagoy had the sort of wrestling and the um, round game uh, aspect and the ability in his game he, you know he's good in that but when he doesn't really tend to use it it's more it's in his back pocket really and he'll just use it whenever he can and against a guy like Saki I don't think he should be using his striking skills to try and win the fight I think he's going to have to pull out his wrestling game out of his back pocket and um, look to secure the takedown and try and frustrate Saki on the floor
1: Okay, okay. So, what do you think?
2: Give me, give me, give me a um, winner. Give me a winner, James. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, all right, it's a tough one. Uh, I'm going for a Saki via decision. Oh no shit. <laughs> okay. I don't know what the um, the bets are saying, but if Ivanov can, you know, frustrate him on the floor, then he could look to win the decision that way, or potentially look for a finish on the floor. But if it's standing up and um, Like I said, Saki has the edge over Ivanov in terms of striking. You know, um, he's good with his jabs. He doesn't like to push forward and look to unload because that's when it plays into Ivanov's hands. But I see Saki win this by decision. (laughs) Judging by your reaction, I think the um, odds of... No, no, no.
1: This is a a real tough one. This is a coin flip. Yeah. Ivanov is minus one hundred five. Saki is plus, minus one hundred seven. So
2: it's razor, it's razor thin in there. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. The implied probability of one is fifty one point two two, and for Saki yeah. it's fifty one point six nine. So
2: <laughs> take your pick. If you go either way. Yeah, yeah. right, right, right. right.
1: <laughs> now the, I just want to point out the guys over at Fight Matrix. Their Elo rating, their Elo modded, and their uh, G rating all have Ivanov winning. Pretty easily, 60%, 68%, 76%. So that's that's interesting right there.
2: Um, if Ivanov uses his wrestling ability and sort of stays out of punching, and striking and range of Asaki, then um, he could win by a decision. I th- you know, like I said, um, he really does need to focus on his ground game in this fight because Asaki is a knockout artist. And if he gets caught out, easily, Ivanov. I don't know if he's got the ability to withstand his power throughout the whole 15 minutes. Like I said, if he does bring out his wrestling game, Ivanov, then he could edge it But yeah. I think it goes to full 15, but it's, like he said, it's a razor sharp. It's, um, yeah. it's, a, it's, it's a 50-50. No yeah. one knows where it's going to go.
1: I like it though. I like it. You take sake. I like it. Um, <laughs> any chance, any chance that it doesn't go the distance? Because it's, it's minus 337 to go over 1.5. It's minus 188 to go o- over 2.5. So we could get a little value by saying it might go under those amount of rounds, like in plus 240, plus 137. Any chance? Any chance it goes under?
2: Uh, either fighter does have the ability to finish the fight. Um, Ivanov has got such a versatile uh, record. You know, six of his wins knockout, six by submission, six by decision. So he has the... He's got the he's got the um, ability, the versatile ability to, to sort of submit. Saki could look for a ground and pound on the floor, via TKO on the floor via that sort of aspect. Saki could literally go guns blazing in round one and just finish him them.
1: But you you don't think that's going to happen?
2: I don't think I don't think it's yeah. going to happen personally. Okay, but you know if you're feeling lucky and you want to stick. Money on either fight to finish it early or finish it in rounds one or two. You know, go for it. Okay. It's 50-50. <laughs> oh
1: yeah. All right. So what else is jumping out at you?
2: Um, the next one, Billy Quarantilio, uh, uh Quarantilio versus Spike Carlisle. This yes. is this is a bit of a tough one. Um, from what I'm looking at. Uh, Billy's the favorite going into this.
1: Yes, he was he opened gonna, up a pretty he opened up a pretty solid favorite, but he's been sliding mm-hmm. back the whole time. Like, uh, doesn't look like anybody's really backing him.
2: No, so, I'm, yeah. that's why I'm going for Spike Carlisle on this one. Mm. I'm going for a first round TKO for Carlisle. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> I think, like I said, I looked at the sheet last night and I saw going into it, uh, Billy was. Not a heavy... Well, he was a favourite, not heavily, but it's starting to decrease now. Um, Spike is 9-1 in the US... 9-1 uh, overall. He's on a four-fight winning streak. Two of those have come by a form of knockout in the first round. He's such a dangerous fighter. Um, you know, he's very unpredictable, and I think, obviously, Billy's the more experienced fighter. He's fought for, for a long time now. Um think Billy Quanteo has the um, the ability to sort of withstand Spike's pressure. With regards to that, I think Spike he's more of a um, he's more of a technical grappler. Um, he can take the game to well, take the fight to the floor. He's a comfortable striker as well, so um, he's comfortable in any sort of aspects. He can do pretty much anything, really. Um, With that being said, it's a tough night at the office for Billy, I think. Um, Like I said, Billy, well, Spike's going to take this one via
1: first round TKO. Um, Well, Spike's average fight time, average fight time is a minute 25.
2: Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. like I said, Billy's got the more sort of experienced background, but Spike's more of the versatile fighter. So he can change it up, take the flight, fight to the floor. He's a technically gifted grappler and his striking abilities. Great, but I think many were favouring um, Billy early on, but now it's sort of shifting towards yeah. Spike's favour. Um, you can't... Uh, overestimate carlo i think he's such a good gifted fighter he's 27 he's more of an up-and-coming fighter i think he's got this one uh but billy's gonna be a tough test for him but i think if he you know (sighs) unloads his striking skill early on or takes it to the floor then i think he it'll be a, a good day at the office for spike
1: right yeah i mean they open up the line uh for billy and it's just gotten it's gotten smaller and smaller and smaller. It's just it's a straight it's a straight decline. It looks like everybody's stock portfolio right now, just going down and down and down and down. So yeah, it looks like looks like everybody likes a piece of spike. That's for sure. And to your point, uh, over one and a half rounds minus one seventy five. Okay, but over two and a half rounds plus one twenty. So they definitely don't think it's going the distance in Vegas either.
2: No, I don't think it's just going the distance either. I think it's just going to be an early finish sure. for spike but right. yeah I see it. someone finishing someone <laughs>
1: alright so we're going to jump on that under one and a half rounds for sure plus 125 nice little payout mm-hmm. right there cool yeah alright what else are we looking at James uh,
2: Roosevelt Roberts versus Brock Weaver oh this um, is going to
1: be a close matchup isn't it
2: yeah this is uh, very close um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking I'm going no. for Roberts yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah just looking at it now it started off minus two eighty for Robertson there, and then it's yeah. just gone way up in his favor.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's minus minus uh, three twenty seven as of last night, and it's it's yeah minus three forty two right now. It's gotten even worse. It's got twenty cents worse since last night. <laughs> no one gives Brock a chance in this. Not one a chance. The <laughs> so uh, the question is: Is there a chance? I mean, really?
2: Uh, on paper, no. Okay. But. Um, there is a possibility they could, I think. Well, based on that, it's sort of his experience in the uh, cage, which may help him in that sort of factor. Roosevelt's 9-1. I think he's more of an up-and-coming fighter uh, in the lightweight division. Um, it's going to be a good one, I think. Um, I like the looks of Roberts. Yeah. He is coming off of a victory over Yakolev. Um, last November, and um, I think he's got such a versatile sort of record. You know, three of his um, wins have come via T- uh, TKLK four via submission, and two decision wins. But um, I think this one will go full 15. I think. Roberts has a good Muay Thai striking sort of background. You know, he'll look to use his range to keep his opponents away and sort of jab away on um, Brock Weaver. I just... He may look to, you know, take the fight to the floor and just sort of control Weaver on the mat, uh, sort of by, you know, in that sort of way. But fundamentally, I think he's so... um, versatile yeah Roberts you know he's got good boxing he's got good kickboxing you know he likes to throw in anything like such as elbows and knees so I, I I fancy Roberts in this one I'm going for a decision okay I don't know what Vegas is saying no. though.
1: it's looking like uh it's looking like decision here too over one and a half rounds minus 334 so that's. It looks like there's no chance it's, go, it's going to end early. Um, over yeah. two and a half rounds, minus 188. So they're, they're looking like they're looking like decision here as well.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I say this because yeah. uh, you know Roosevelt's the um, heavy favorite going into this one. It's not even close. No, he's one the of sounds the, of it. He's
1: one of the biggest favorites. Uh, Fight Matrix again. <laughs> it's got Roberts winning every single category elo modded g rating but none of them really justify except for that g rating there's justify laying 342 dollars down to win 100 <laughs> it's probably not a bet i want to make
2: <laughs> all right
1: what else is on the board
2: um this is the um Sort of the first fight in the main card, Mackenzie Dunn versus Hannah uh, Cyphers. <laughs>
1: yeah, another one, another massive. Another, yeah, favorite.
2: another close one in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, obviously Mackenzie's huge, huge, huge favorite, and it's just going up and up and up and up in her, her favor. Um, like I said, she's a heavy favorite in this one. She's seven and one. I thought going into the UFC she made her debut a couple of years ago but she took maternity leave had a daughter so she's sort of making her way back into the UFC in the fight game um she was sort of the hype train when she first joined the UFC was uh, undefeated I think she lost her recent fight so the hype train sort of derailed a bit um but this is a big sort of fight for Mackenzie to get back on the winning column and sort of get herself back in amongst the rankings in the women's short division. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot to put Cyphers away. She's very tough, but Dern has got such a good ground game. It's ridiculous. Um, Cyphers is going to try and keep the fight standing and sort of finish uh, Mackenzie in terms of uh, she's going to try and knock her out. But, I, d- I don't see the fight standard. at all. I think Mackenzie's just going to look for minute one to take the fight to the ground and look to submit her <clears throat> because her takedown accuracy is second to none. Um, she's got the. She ticks all the boxes in terms of the advantage. I think, like I said, if it goes to the floor, Cyphers is in big trouble because her defense on the sort of map isn't really the greatest.
1: Okay. Well, she's minus 403. Is <laughs> so,
2: so, so that bigger? Yeah,
1: yeah it, it's, it's gotten terrible. It's it's the second biggest shift, it looks like, on the board next to Roberts. But man, yeah, yeah she's the favorite. She's the dominant favorite. She's 80% chance to win, according to Vegas. Uh, Fight <laughs> Fight Matrix has her winning, but not near 80%. We're talking like 55, 59, 59. So hmm. not that big. I, I, um, I, I don't think I can lay $400 down on her, though, James really 400 to win one. Come on. Now you need, (laughs) you need sex Panther here to get you to, to back that kind of play.
2: (laughs) No, I'm yeah. I, I, she's like I said, she's a heavy favorite. Um, I see her either submitting her in the second round or controlling the fight on the floor for four fifteen and taking it by decision. But yeah, she's such a heavy favorite. I think everyone's just betting on Mackenzie Dern. So it's it's easy
1: money. Oh, okay. Okay. Famous last words there. You be careful. You guys yeah, be don't careful. Jinx that. Yeah, don't jinx <laughs> it.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right. The totals in this one, uh, over one and a half rounds, minus 163, over two and a half rounds, plus 125. So it looks like Vegas is not thinking this is going to be a, not going to be a, you know, a, a fight that goes the distance. This is no.
2: No. No. Yes, you could finish it. On the, in the, well, early on in the second round, I say via submission. If she just keeps getting cyphers to the floor and working her ground game skills in that sort of aspect, she could look for the finish. But yeah, I, like I said, I'm going for a decision, but I wouldn't be surprised to see her get it done in round two via submission. Now, this is a, uh, a tough one. Um, obviously, you've got Kaylin Chagugian versus Antonina Shevchenko, but I'm going to just briefly touch upon uh Jamala Hill versus Clinton Abru this um obviously Abru's the underdog going into it um so I'm sort of leaning towards Abru in this sort of aspect this is probably going to shock a few because um Hill's under he's 7 and 0 he you know he's like I said he's undefeated he's He's a tough matchup for Abru, but I think Abru, if he uses his heavy takedown ability just to take the fight to the floor, doesn't get caught up in um, Hill's sort of striking range, then I see him taking this on via submission. Because Hill can be a bit sloppy, you know, he can, he is at risk, for the uh, choke or the submission or, you know, if, if it goes to the floor, mm-hmm. that's where it's placed into Abru's hands. So it is, it's, this was a tough one. This is a close because um, many early on favoured hill, but it's sort of decreasing a bit and I think a few are starting to put their money towards an upset in Abru. Yeah,
1: no, no, if, if you're going to bet this one, you probably want to jump on it pretty soon because Abreu mm. opened up mi- a plus one, th- th- uh-huh. a pl- plus <laughs> 130. He's plus 108 now, so it's a 22-cent shift down. It's getting worse mm. for him. It's getting better for Hill. He'll open up minus 150. It's minus 122 now, so it looks like we're going to guess that the Sharps are jumping on Abreu and driving the price down.
2: Yeah. You know, if you want to stick cheeky couple yeah. dollars or however much you want to bet on. Uh, Abru, don't be surprised if he takes this one, because like I said, many are favoring. Yeah. Well, I say many, few are favoring here on this one. We see seven and oh. Yeah. I'm, but, look, um,
1: yeah, no, I'm yeah. looking at the uh, fight matrix guys, 60%, 63% and 75% <laughs> respectively all on a Breu to win the fight. So, mm. wow. It looks like, yeah, it looks like this could be
2: a, a Bray upset. Yeah. This is a close one. Cause like, like you said, it, this it could be an upset. Because early on, many people favored Hill, but it's, it's 50-50. Many are sort of leaning towards uh, Brunel, so I wouldn't be surprised if he takes this by early submission.
1: Let's do it. I like that. <laughs> See, we can get behind this, James. I only have to put $100 down to make money as opposed to $403. <laughs> I'm putting $100 down and I'm making more than a $400 bet.
2: Okay. What What else? Um, we'll go. We'll go back to the um, final fight in the prelims. Uh, Chikugian versus Antonina Shevchenko. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, Shevchenko. She's the um, older sister of Valentina, Who, if you know, she's just such a phenomenal athlete. She's a champion. Looks like no one can defeat her. Um, so Chikugian, She's fought for the belt. She lost to shevchenko, so this is sort of a um way to get back in the title mix um she' sort of she has the one inch reach uh, one inch height over Shevchenko and has the reach over Shevchenko. but um chevchenko she's not like her sister however she is mm-hmm. really 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 good okay. she's in one um she's got such a Good sort of well round versatile game. I think um, if he goes, you know, fight if Shevchenko wants to take the fight, um, if looks for the clinch, and sort of changes the levels via then, um, it sort of plays into her hands. I think Shevchenko would successfully mix up her game against a guy like. Uh, against a women like Chikugian <laughs> um, I see her taking this one very unanimous decision I think this one goes a distance because it's, it's going to be a tough one for Chikugian um, and I think Shevchenko is the favourite going into this one um But it's sort of... I don't know what it's like now, but I think it's sort of decreasing a bit. But Shyshenko's still the
1: favorite. It's decreasing a bit. Shyshenko opened up minus 160, minus 130 now. Uh, Caitlin... Caitlin, let's just say that. I'm looking at that name. We'll just say Caitlin. Plus 140. She's plus 115 now. So she's gotten 25 cents worth worse. Shyshenko's gotten 30 cents better. So looks like people are taking a little flyer on Caitlin here.
2: Yeah, she's got the... um, Striking sort of ability to be a, gar- uh, a woman like Shevchenko. <laughs> yeah. Um. I wouldn't obviously I wouldn't not bet against Shevchenko. I mean anything could happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. It's a it's a, it's a close one. But um, if you're looking to put money on someone, I'm putting on uh, Antonina. But however, if Shevchenko, you know, is within kicking range of Caitlin. And sort of strike a distance, and she's gonna cause a lot of problems for Antonina. Um, she could finish the fight and that's one to put your money on. But like I said, I see Antonina winning this one by our decision. Well, okay.
1: oh, that makes sense. She's still a favorite. The guys over Fight Matrix have got Caitlin winning on all their categories. So that's interesting. Seventy-five percent, seventy-one percent, seventy percent. So that's interesting over there. They, they, they're they're liking the underdog there. So we'll see what they yeah,
2: do. Yeah, it's tough. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if she finishes the fight, Caitlin. Yeah. Um, it's it's tough on where you want to put your money yeah. on this one, whether on the underdog or the heavy favorite. <laughs> I'm not too sure.
1: It looks like it's going to go over. It open It's minus nine hundred to go over one and a half rounds. Minus six hundred to go over two and a half rounds. So this one looks like it's going to the decision.
2: The full distance, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh man! Any other fights we need to touch on? What's going on with this Daniel Rodriguez Gabe Green? Is one of them new to UFC?
2: Um, or Gabe uh, Gabe Green versus Daniel Rodriguez? Well, originally, um, I think Rodriguez was supposed to fight someone else. Okay, my head. Yeah. I think he was supposed to fight Kevin Holland. Okay, okay. But that he makes pulled sense. out. Yeah. Um, this is a. Yeah, this is a weird one. Yeah, because you are right. Gabriel Green is making his debut, <laughs> oh. so it's a tough one to. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a tough debut for him, and this is his first fight in almost two years. Ooh. So this <laughs> so, is a fight we you um, stay
1: with the hell away from. It's too much, too much unknown.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, well, um, I see. I think who? What was it? Rodriguez is a heavy favorite, isn't he? On this yeah, one, yeah,
1: minus three fifty something.
2: Yeah, 354. Yeah, I, wouldn't, yep. I wouldn't bet on the underdog. I I don't see Gabe winning this one at all. I think his shoulder injury forced him to miss two, nearly two years out. Um, this is sort of his comeback fight, opening debut in the UFC. It's going to be a tough one because he took it on a short notice, and Rodriguez has been, you know, he's been training for a while. Um, he's well rounded in the division the welterweight division you yeah. can do anything his ground games it's brilliant his striking sort of game is brilliant his timing of heavy shots early on will be a factor in that fight so yeah i see i see rodriguez win this one comfortably it's not going to be a good debut for Gabe green
1: no 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 oh man yeah it's another big favorite we've got a lot of big favorites this one mm. yeah is there anything else you want to touch on or are we good
2: um i think with the mo well with the rest of the fights, well else so were there? There was Tim Elliott versus Brandon Ravel, Lu- uh Luis Molker versus Casey Kenny, Chris Gutierrez versus Vince Morales. I think with those sort of fights, um, I think I've gone for the favourites in all of them. Yeah. So I don't think there's it's worth putting money on the underdogs for any of these fights. I see Elliott winning this one via decision. Kenny versus um, Smoker in this fire decision. I think the rest go and Chris versus Vince go decision. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't see any upset in these ones.
1: Okay, well, Chris and Vince are, are is it's one another it's razor close. razor thin. Yeah, and yeah, looks like looks I, like Chris I, opened up kind of the heavier favorite, hmm. and it's kind of normalized. It's minus one oh three. It was let me see. It's minus one oh five for Chris. Minus one oh seven for Vince now. Whew. It's neck and neck.
2: It is neck and neck. Um, Like I said, I'm going for uh, Chris fire this one, but it it really is a tough one. I think Vince is nine and four. Um, It's a tough one. Whether he can defeat a guy like Chris Gutierrez, but like you said, it's razor thin. Both have got a good sort of um, striking ability. They've got, they're both very versatile in that sort of aspect. Um, it's 50 50. It's a flip of a coin, but. Yeah, but you still like Chris. Um,
1: you think, you think I, I still favor Chris. In you think the opening line was right, that Chris is a bit of a slight favorite?
2: Okay. Yeah, 100%. Sure. Hey, there you go. All right. So, is that it? Um, looking on it now, yeah. I think we've covered the whole card. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I think we got it. Pretty, well, pretty much, yeah. Yeah. All <laughs> right. Well,
1: man, it was good to talk to you again, James. Yeah, thank you for having me on. It's, and what's your it's a what's your game. what's your website name? What's your URL
2: here? Um, my U- it's obviously it's US um, UFC Deluxe. Uh, but the U- URL, uh, it's let me just get it up here. It's UFC Deluxe dot WordPress com. Oh, I literally, know. I'll give my predictions for fights, or well, for big pay per view fights, I'll also. Do daily roundups of news that's hit the um, UFC company and, you know, stuff you need to know. And if there's big stories uh, like the recent one between Conor McGregor and Anderson Silva, I know it's not going to happen, but it's a big story. I'll cover it. Yeah, I'll just cover anything in the UFC.
1: (laughs) There you go. There it is right there. All right, man. It was good to talk to you,
2: James. It's great to talk to you too. Thank you for having me on again.
1: No problem. Talk to you later. And you. information
0: on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations under no circumstances will the owner operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents you know how to book flights and hotels